Happy New Year, everybody. We're through 2020. Oh, don't kid yourself. You're going to have challenges in 2021, too. No. But you are. We're actually going to talk about it a little bit. That's not to discourage you. I'm just saying everybody sits there and says that. Man, I can't wait to get through 2020. Well, why? Why do you think 2021 is not going to have challenges? So, uh, but, but the Lord's going to be victorious. That's what we're going to be talking about. But no, i got to confess to everybody. Man, I don't know about y'all. I ate way too much, as usual, during Christmas time. I, I, on my weight loss journey kind of like started going back up a little bit. I, I started on a weight gain journey. But I'm back, I'm, I'm back, on, uh, back on track. So, but I just, it was one of those things that I just, man, I was we're coming into the end of the year. I was tired, been working a lot of hours, and man, we, we had quite a bit going on. Uh, kind of a big thrust there, outreach thrust with the church from Thanksgiving on, which was all good. And just, you know, I was so glad to get to be around some of my family, and there was just so much good food, and man, I just, I, you know, I just acted like I was at the Golden Corral or something. I don't know, you know. I just, I told someone, I said, man, I, especially when you start, like, eating everything, right? You, y'all do that during, like, even stuff that you don't normally eat. I don't just pick up pecans and start eating them. I'm not anti-pecan. But man, you start putting cinnamon and sugar on pecans or chocolate on pecans. I start eating them. That's right, yeah. Yeah, you start putting pie on pecan. You know? Someone's going to go do that? I finally, man, I knew like I finally, it was time for me to like level out because I was telling someone that uh, when you buy your daughter a strawberry scented pillow pet, for Christmas, and it smelled really good, but man, it tasted even better. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, Ryan, I'm like, man, it's time to, it's, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I was hungry. So, but hey, I've been back on track. I don't know about y'all, but I, I've been good. I've been back on track. And, and uh, so hopefully, hopefully now the needle's going to be trending downward on all that. Uh, I am excited about this year, and I, <laughs> I didn't want to sound like I was issuing some kind of bummer, like, oh, you guys are going to have problems this year. We're going to have problems every year. That's just, that's just a given. Uh, hopefully, they're not some of the same problems we had in 2021. Uh, I know we are all sick of this pandemic business, and uh, I'm believing that we're coming, coming to the end of that. I really am believing with all my heart. Uh, say, well, what about the news? Look, I'm telling you, I'm just claiming the Word of God. That's what we're going to be talking about uh, over the next few weeks how we, we need to do this. I, uh, praying, praying, coming into the new year to see what the Lord would have us discuss. Uh, I felt like he, he wanted us to come out fighting. You know, I believe that the enemy has pushed us around enough. I believe that there is a, a, a prevailing spirit in this world that would love to thwart the kingdom of God, thwart the good work, the good news of the gospel. Uh, I, believe, I believe it's darker than anyone realizes. Um, I believe that we've seen signs of it uh, uh, quite a bit. It, it's raised its head all throughout Christian history, uh, but, but I think we've had it easy for, for many decades, and I believe it has raised its head, and, and I believe there's a way to fight back, but we're not fighting people. We're not fighting politicians. We're, we're going to find out what we're fighting. We're going to talk about that fight today, but it's war. When you got saved, when you, when you confessed your faith in Christ, you didn't join a pleasure cruise. You know, it was not a carnival cruise ship or, or a, 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 a 
uh, I don't know who, what, what other companies are out there. My brain's going like, uh, is Disney, yeah, Disney cruise ship or is Dolphin still around? You remember Dolphin cruises? Are they still around? I don't even know. Royal Caribbean. Chris, oh, Chris, yeah, see, uh, all that stuff. Man, I miss cruises. I want to go on a cruise so bad again. I miss cruises. But we didn't join that. We joined a battleship. And, and we, you popped up in the middle of a war. And there was a war for your soul. Now, uh, it's, not a, it, it's, it's not necessarily, you know, the, Jesus said, I hold you in my hand and nobody can, can remove you from me. No one can take you out of my hand. But the word soul, you've heard me say it before, the word soul in the Greek is suke. And it's where we get the, the word psyche or psychiatric or that which pertains to the mind, your consciousness. That's what the enemy's after. He's after your mind. He doesn't care if you come to church. He doesn't care if you read the word. He doesn't care how religious you want to get. If he can mess with your mind, then he can mess with the rest of your life. Because as your mind goes, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And so, yes, there is a war for your suke, your soul. What would it profit a man if he gained the whole world but lost his suke, his soul, his mind? You know, I had a, I had a friend that I used to go fishing with. He worked for years and years at uh, Bell Helicopter and had a pretty good pension uh, to the point he, he couldn't wait till he retired. He had saved up quite a bit of money, a considerable amount of money. Uh, had his house paid off, man, he was set. He was going to spend his days fishing and golfing and just living the good life. And things started getting a bit quirky about six months before he retired. And before long, he started dealing with dementia. And it didn't take that long for things to go downhill in his life. He, he had gained, he arrived, he gained everything. He had all that money. But what happened? Well, it, in, in a physical sense, he started losing, losing his mind. It didn't do him a bit of good. You know, uh, yet that's what the enemy has tried to do to us. Uh, a mental illness uh, has has is at an all time high because of some of the things that have pulled. Out. Now, listen, I'm not I'm not trying to purport a conspiracy theory about this pandemic. I'm not trying to do any of that stuff. I think it's I think it's real. We need to be cautious, man. I praise God. I'm I'm praying that these vaccines are a good thing. Uh, you know. But at the same time, I believe that the enemy has taken advantage of a situation and has tried to create fear and has tried to create some chaos and has tried to create some wrong thinking, you know? Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to say it, uh, not that I'm going to be on, my, uh, on a soapbox about this, but, but there's, there's something wrong with the mindset of, of a society that says, man, we got we, we to go into hiding to protect things, so, so let's shut all the churches down. But it's perfectly acceptable to keep a major retail chain open and liquor stores open. Amen. I'm sorry, I have a problem with that. I have no problem with us being cautious and safe. And if we got to quarantine, we quarantine. You know? But, but I, believe, I believe that the enemy did target some things. And I believe it did mess with the psyche some of, of, of some believers and, and has, has withered the spirit and hopes for some believers. And yet the Lord's saying, it's time to fight back. Now, we're not fighting 
the government. We're not fighting all that. There's, there's a way to fight, and there's a war uh, that we've landed in the middle of. None of this should have caught us off guard, okay? So we're going to start. So we're going to talk about the real enemy today. It's war, the real enemy. John chapter 16, verse 33. Now, I want you to understand this. Even though you're in the middle of a war, you're already victorious. You don't have to worry about anything. John 16, 33 says this. This is Jesus speaking. I have told, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. Let's stop there for a second. We're going to break this down. Y'all, y'all hang with me for a second. He said, I've told, you, I've, I've told you some things so that you'll understand that in me, in who? In Jesus, in Christ, you can have perfect peace and confidence. We've talked about it over the last several weeks. Jesus is the manifested word of God, the word of God incarnate. So we could also say, it would be accurate to say that that we can know that in his word, we can find perfect peace and perfect confidence. His word is true. His word is dependable. The foundations of his word standeth sure, the Bible says. So in his word, we can have perfect peace and confidence. Now in the world, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustrations. We've all dealt with that in some way or another in our life, especially over this last year. Well, guess what? 2021, we're going to have our share of tribulation, trials, distress, and frustration. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted. For I, who? Jesus. Who do we say Jesus was? The incarnate word of God. For the word of God has overcome the world. What was the world full of? Tribulation, trials, distress, frustration. So the word of God has overcome tribulation, trials, distress, and frustration. I have deprived it of its power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Look, we're going to go through some challenges this year. That's just a given. Why? Because we live in a world. And in the world, you've got tribulation, trials, frustrations, all these things he's listed out. But he said, look, I've already conquered those things. You may go through them. You may have them. But they won't have you. You can walk through the fire unscathed, unburnt. Through the word of God, you can have victory over all these things. Man, I wish I could tell you that this year was going to be road. That man, you paid the, you paid your penance in life last year. That this year is going to be fabulous. It is. There's going to be some fabulous things. 2020 had some blessings in it. It had some frustrations in it. it had some challenges. Same thing with 2021. Yet all the things that the world has to offer, he has overcome. You're going to walk through it. Now. Let's hop over to 1 John 5 and 4, see how this ties in. For whatever is born of God is, is victorious over the world. How many in here have faith in Christ? You have confessed your faith in Christ. If you have Jesus in your heart, then you have already overcome the world, which we said has tribulation. So you have overcome tribulation, trials, and distress, and frustration. You've already overcome it. You don't have to give any of that stuff power. You're going to have stuff not go your way, probably even this week. It's just going to happen. But you have overcome it. It doesn't have to have you. And it says, and this is the victory that conquers 
tribulation, trials, distress, and frustration. Even our faith. Faith in what? Faith in Christ. Faith in the word. So his word has already overcome all this stuff. And it says that if we have faith in his word, we've, are, we've already overcome it. That's the incredible good news about this war. You've already won. You're going to have to still play out the battles. You're going to have to fight the fight. There is a fight. There's only one fight that we're going to talk about. It's the only fight that's mentioned in the New Testament that we have, that we'll mention here in a second. But, but I want you to understand, you have already won if you remain in faith. If you remain in faith, you're going to hear me say this all year, if you remain in faith, victory is guaranteed. Period. End of story. Why? Because he said, I have already overcome tribulation, distress, frustration, harm. None of it's going to harm you. I've already overcome it. You just got to believe me. That's what we, we, I harped on all year last year. Just believe his word. Just why? Because that's how you fight. This is the fight. This is the only fight we have. 1 Timothy 6, 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Why is it a good fight? Because you want it. A good fight is a fight you win. I was telling JJ beforehand, Sophie, my, my oldest, she uh, played a basketball game yesterday. Uh, Central went against Bedford. And they, they, man, they've been nemesis. And Bedford, uh, any, anybody here like whose kid goes to Bedford by chance or grandkids or anything? Oh, good, man. I could talk trash all I want about them right now. No. Uh, Bedford, uh, Bedford tends to, the demographics a little bit higher than the school that uh, Sophie attends. So a lot of these girls have some private coaching and, and a little bit more time and effort. And, 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 and they're good. Hey, they're, they're trained good. They're schooled good. And, and, and uh, man, they're, they're usually a very skilled technical basketball team. And uh, their parents, that's why, man, I, man, I don't like it when we got to play Bedford, man. And it's not anything that probably I wouldn't do, but still, it's not fun when it's on the other side, right? Man, their parents travel really good. They got a lot of parents to show up, and they bring noisemakers, shakers, and cowbells, all that business. And every time one of their girls scores a basket, it's like they won the NBA finals. Every single shot, you're just, okay, enough, you're excited. That's fine, great, but, you know. And, and last year, that was the, our girls were undefeated. Had to go against undefeated Bedford. And in the last three seconds, our girls lost. We put it in the hands of our star player. And she had time to shoot a three. And it clanked off. And oh, there were tears. And oh, there was frustration. Oh, these poor girls. So man, they had this one circled. And yesterday, our girls pulled out a victory. 48-28. That's a whooping. And I'd sit there and say, man, it sure is quiet over there. I don't have, give me one of them shakers. <laughs> and uh, the only time they raised ruckus is they started yelling at the ref. And the coach started yelling at the ref. And the ref had enough of it, and he put them all in their place. I was like, goodness. Anyways, I left saying, now they, man, these parents left distraught. And I left saying, man, that was a good game. Why? Because we won. You know, remember 1992, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, beat the Buffalo Bills, 52-17. Man, 
I remember it because that was a good game. Unless you, unless you travel up to some other, you know, I had relatives living up in Wisconsin. They're all cheeseheads, man. They love the Packers. I, I went up there a few weeks later. I said, man, you watched that game? That was a good game. They said, that was the most boring Super Bowl, man. It's so one-sided. Lopsided. Well, why are they saying that? Because they didn't win. If you win, it's always a good victory. That's why he said, fight the good fight. Why is it a good fight? Because you already won. You win it. Fight the good fight of faith. That's the only fight you have. When you wake up in the morning, you have a fight. Am I going to believe my circumstances? Am I going to believe the tribulation, trials, frustrations, and, and uh, disheartening issues of my life? Or am I going to believe the word of God? Am I going to believe the way that Abraham believed? When he said, the Bible said, when he had nothing else to hope for, he hoped in faith. You know, his, his circumstances didn't have to line up. He knew what God spoke to him. He knew what the word was. Same thing with us. That's why you, you've heard me talk about of late, just find you a Bible study, get into a Bible study, you know, get into the word, get, grab a devotional. We live in the information age. You can access the Bible on your phone. Not only that, you can access, I remember, you know, uh, uh, in my early days of preaching, you know, the, the, the Strong's Concordance, y'all, any of y'all have a Strong's Concordance, man, I still got it on my shelf. That sucker's that fat. I, I've got the entire thing on my phone. You know? And on our new website. Oh, and on the new website. Look at that. Nice plug for the website. Uh, Y'all really need to check it out. David did a wonderful job on it. Uh, but get into the word. Why? Because there's, there's upwards of 7,000 promises that the Lord has made that you can claim, that you can have faith in. But, but, but how are you going to have faith if you don't know it? You know, I, I, have more, I have more people... I've met more people in my life say, well, I believe the word. I believe in the Bible. Have you ever read it? Well, not the whole thing. How can you say you believe in a book that you've never read? And I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be mean. But think about it. How can you believe in a book? You, know, you can, you can uh, uh, on your phone, you can even do the one-year Bible. Now, it's not the best way to dive in and understand, but it's still, it's, it's a great way to, within a year, and it, it takes you maybe 25 minutes a day, you know? Uh, every other year, that's what I try to do, right there on my phone, before I go to bed, rather than surfing Facebook, man, open up and surf the Word of God, you know? One year by, within a year, you'll have read it from Genesis to Maps. It's good stuff. Or concordance, whatever you have at the end of your Bible. I've got concordance and then maps at the end of one of mine. Uh, but, but that's the fight you have. Fight the good, that's the only fight that you have in life. Is, am I going to believe the word of God? If I'm going to believe the word of God, then I'm going to have perfect peace and, and complete confidence, he said. Through him, through his word. And then he goes on to say, lay hold of the eternal life to which you were summoned and for which you confess the good confession of faith before many witnesses. Uh, we all said that we have, we, we have confessed our faith in Christ. Then lay hold of that. That means that you have confessed your faith in his word. Because in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, the word was God, and the word became flesh. That's Jesus. So if you have faith in Christ, then you then lay hold of that. Grab hold of that. Why? Because that means that you, you're confessing your faith in his word. Then get into the word and find out what it means. Find you a Bible study. Get you a partner. Find you a devotional. 
Hop online. Google, man, Google's the best Bible college you've ever been to. Anything, anything you need to know in the Word, you can find it in Google. And you can even find some ridiculous stuff on Google, too, when it comes to the Word. It's pretty entertaining. Let's talk about the enemy. You have a real enemy. The thief, the enemy, comes only in order to steal and to kill and destroy. He, what is he trying to steal? He's trying to steal the word out of your life. He's trying to steal your confidence, your faith. He's trying to kill your hope. He's trying to destroy the potential that you have in the kingdom of God. There's a real enemy. When you wake up tomorrow, there's going to be some bullies waiting on you. Those bullies are going to try to talk you out of believing what the Word of God has to say about your life. Those bullies are going to want to focus you on your issues, your problems, your trials, on the, all the things of the world. That's, that's, his, that's his order. That's his decree. Jesus said, I have come that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Do you feel like you're living life to the fullest? If not, you're not taking advantage of what the Lord's got for you. That, Jesus said this whole reason why I came. Right? Ephesians, now this is the great thing. When you were saved, you came in in the middle of a war. But there is armor for you. Now we're getting into, we're getting into Howard's chapter here, man. Howard likes Ephesians 6. And we're going to talk about that armor in the coming weeks. But we're going to touch on it right now. That's the wonderful thing. If he's drafted you into a war, what is that war? It's a war for your soul, your suke, your mind. If the enemy is wanting you to, all he can do is try to create hell on earth. That means if he can get you to believe a lie, if you can believe a lie, then everything you think from that point on is, is off, off kilter. Everything that you see and perceive is, is misdirected. That's why we need his righteousness, his rightedness to right our thinking. That's why transformation comes through. Be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, your suke, your soul, right? So this is the great thing. If he's drafted you into his army, he's issuing you some great armor. It says, put on the whole armor of God, put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy armed soldier, which God supplies, that you may be able to success, successfully stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. What are the strategies? We said it. He came to kill, to steal, kill, and destroy. You get to stand up against that. It's not going to harm you. And also it helps you stand up against his, the deceits or the lies of the devil. There is a system, an evil system throughout this whole world that's wanting to feed mankind lies. And it's an antichrist spirit. It, 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 it goes against the gospel. It goes against the freedom that comes in the Lord. And, and you can be free from those lies. Ephesians 6.12, For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents. People are not your problem. Whatever issues you have today, it is not, it's not your spouse. It's not your kids. It's not your boss. It's not your neighbors. It's not an ex-spouse. It's not anything. It's not people. But this is what we're warring. We're warring against the, the despotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness. We're not even battling political parties. We're not battling politicians. There is an over-prevailing spirit of darkness. 
that, that, we're speaking, that we're speaking about, against the spirit forces of wickedness and heavenly or super, in this heavenly or supernatural sphere. Uh, where, where, where do you process most of the supernatural at? At what you perceive. The Japanese actually have a term for thought or mind, and it's kumkuru. And it actually means to return to the realm of God. In other words, have you, have you ever had those times that you just have to quiet yourself? Why? So you can hear God. Why? Because it's a still, small voice. And all of a sudden, you can start perceiving things clearly. Right? That's where we're doing our warfare at. In your mind. 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. For though we walk or we live in the flesh, we are not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh and using mere human weapons. So we're not grabbing guns or swords or, or, or what have you. We don't need that for this, kind of wep- for this kind of war. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty. Everyone say mighty. mighty. They're powerful. They're mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. What are strongholds? Spiritually speaking, <clears throat> they, are, they are chronic thought patterns, chronic thought processes, mindsets, spirits. You ever, you ever had an area of your life that you think you have victory over and all of a sudden one thing happens and here you go again. This whole chain of thoughts start taking place. You know, this whole chain of behavior starts coming about in your life. What is that? That's a stronghold. But the weapons of our word, the weapons that we're issued are mighty to, to, to pull down those strongholds, to change those chronic patterns in our life. And as much as we refute arguments and theories and reasons and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, <coughs> excuse me, these are all things that take place in your mind, isn't it? And we lead every thought, here we are again, thought, mind, suke, soul. We lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ the Messiah, the anointed one. In other words, the weapons that we get to use are so powerful that it can change the very way that you think and perceive. If you can change your thoughts in the kingdom, you can change your life. Because what is the devil trying to do? He's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. He's trying to bring about deceit. In other words, he's trying to lie to you. He's trying to make you think that people are the problem. He's trying to make you think the government's the issue. He's trying to make you think, you know, if I had more money, I'd be happier. If I could have this, I'd be happier. If I could have a fresh start somewhere, I'd be happier. He's trying to throw everything and anything to misguide you. And yet the weapons of our warfare, the weapons that are issued to us as soldiers in the army of God are mighty to bring every thought captive, every thought that doesn't line up with the word of God, every thought that tries to claim that you are sick when the word of God says that you are healed, every thought that says that you are defeated when the word of God says that you are a victor. These weapons are able to shift your mindset back to the word of God, to think 
righteously or rightedly. You think right. So we're going to talk about that over the coming weeks. I want you to be able to fight. It's a good fight. What is that fight? You're not fighting anyone. You can get along with everybody, even if they don't like you, even if they're different, even if their lifestyle is totally contrary to the way you live your life. You can still love them and get along with them. Why? Because they're not the issue. The issue is right up in here. And the Word of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, allows you to change your life and your mind and your thoughts and to bring full peace and confidence, regardless of all the issues surrounding you in your life. That's how you fight. Am I going to believe the Word of God, or am I going to give in and believe what the world is telling me? Let's all stand. Father, I praise you. Lord, I'm looking forward over the next few weeks to learn about your armor, to learn about your weapons, but most of all, to learn how I am free. Free indeed, you said, because the Son has made me free. Lord, we rejoice in your goodness. Lord, I praise you for 2021. I'm not worried about any of the struggles that may present itself, any of the frustrations that may await, because none of that stuff has power over me, you said. As long as I remain in faith, if I believe in your word, I have access to perfect peace and complete confidence. You've got everything under control. So I just choose to rejoice in you. I choose to love. I choose to receive, receive your love. And I just say yes and amen to everything you have in store for me. Use us, Lord. Correct our thinking. Correct our minds so that we can be a greater impact in not just this community but the whole world. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Everyone say amen. amen. We're going to sing one more song together before we're dismissed. And then don't run off too quick. Try to fellowship. You know, I know we're trying to remain cautious still, but, uh, you know, we need each other. We need each other moving on, right? So uh, let's take some time to love on each other a little bit today before we, before we head out. So, amen.